So when after 21 months, I returned home to Malawi and then I went to the bank to deposit some money, you can imagine my shock when the teller told me my account was closed. Closed, I said. But I've got money in the account, I said. I'm here now. Just open up my account because I'm here now. And it was at that point that I found out that people in Malawi pay up front for their bank accounts. No money paid, no bank account. My name is Dr. Asha Sefanit Wadasi. And like many people of African descent, I used to live in the UK. But I always had a dream which developed into a plan to move to an African country of my dreams. After travelling around several African countries on the African continent, I finally settled on Malawi, a small country the size of the UK, which is in the east side of the African continent. And I love it here. My podcast is about my life in Malawi, how I got here, how I'm managing to stay here, and some of the interesting things I get up to during my daily life. I also focus on helping you to break through with your own best life plans for living in your own hot country of your dreams or just having the life you want. I also look at your money freedoms, your job freedoms and many other things that can help you to get that best life. So stick with me as I take you through the Living Your Best Life in Africa experience. It's going to be a blast. Greetings, everyone. Welcome to the Living Your Best Life in Africa podcast. You're listening to episode 136. So what's it like trying to open a bank account in Malawi? This week, I let you into my frustrations about trying to open my first bank account in a town where I live, which is called Salima. So where are we up to? I arrived home in Malawi in May 2021 after Covid kept me out of the country for almost two years. Now, when I left to visit my family in the UK for what I thought would be a three-month stay but ended up being a 21-month stay, when I left Malawi, I already had a bank account. I had a bank account with the country's own bank and I was able to set up that bank account because I was married to a Malawian citizen. So all I had to do was walk into my local branch of the bank, show them my passport first, so the bank people could look at me as if to say, that passport don't carry no weight here. For me to then realise what I'm doing, and then to show them my marriage certificate, which then makes them exhale. It's all really funny and a really good reminder of just how much this belief that African countries really worship everything Western is so far from the truth. So it's 2016 and I give the bank teller my marriage certificate and my UK passport. And after about an hour, I end up with a bank account. In Malawi, it's very much who you know, because if you have the right connections, you can get things done almost straight away, all in one go. 
And this is what happened when I got my first bank account. My husband is well connected, so when we walk into the bank, an account setup process that can usually take a couple of weeks to sort out is now sorted out in about an hour. And during that hour, for step one, I'm able to fill in the forms. Then for step two, my forms are taken straight away and I have to pass security questions to make sure I'm not trying to launder that big money people think I'm bringing in from the UK. Then at step three, I have my picture taken. And then at step four, I'm presented with my bank card, which has my picture on it. Because when you need to deposit and withdraw money from your Malawi bank account, at that time, your bank card with picture ID on it was the bank's way of making sure you are you. And finally then, at number five, being able to make my first cash deposit to make my new bank account live. Only to find, of course, that after depositing nearly a £1,000, I go right back to step two, to needing to prove where my money has come from. And it's right that this should happen, so I'm not mad. Because you'll be surprised, or maybe you won't be surprised, at the amount of people from Western countries and people from Eastern continents. You will be surprised how many of them come to countries like Malawi to launder their money, knowing that if they can get their money into bank accounts in Malawi, they can then clean that money and transfer clean money back into their respective bank accounts in the countries of their choice. So I'm asked to prove the providence of my money. In other words, provide an audit trail to show that the money is mine. And luckily for me, I bank online in the UK. So I'm able to show them that I had withdrawn the money just before coming home to Malawi. I log into my UK bank and I show them the withdrawal on my bank statement. And everything is okay. My money is converted and then it's deposited into my bank account and I get a bank statement. And I walk out of the bank with a big smile on my face because I now have a bank account. Now, what I've since discovered is that in Malawi and many other African countries, banking is not free in the same way that it is in the West. In the West, because bank accounts are used to try to entice you into buying other banking products, because that's how the banks make their real money, your bank account is free, or at least it's free at the point of use. Because giving you a free bank account gets you through the door, so banks can sell you other things. That's why you're encouraged to get credit cards and mortgages and banking insurances and shares and loans and fee-paying bank accounts. Without you first having a bank account, none of these other products can be sold to you. And even if you never buy a banking product for the whole of your banking life, you still pay for your account through things like the bank taking part of your interest payments, which you get for your savings, or through your overdraft costs. 
Then there's interest rates and the fees you pay if you accidentally or deliberately go overdrawn. And it's through these products and fees at the back end of your bank account that banks use to make their money off you. So in effect, no bank account is free. But in Malawi, when you live a local life, you tend to live your life within your means. So a bank account is not the first thing on people's mind. And therefore, the people in my local village don't know how bank accounts work. There really isn't a lot of local need for a bank account. So there really isn't a need for a lot of these banking products. Although as people are becoming more wealthy and more Malawians consider themselves to be middle class or upwardly mobile, I see a lot more of these products finding their way into Malawian banks. So people in Malawi still use banks, particularly if you run a business. In Malawi, a bank is a place where you can safely store your money, even if you get little or no interest for your money. And it's also a place where you can exchange currency if you are someone who has family visiting from outside, as we say, meaning outside the country and those family members bring pounds or dollars. You take them to the bank and you exchange them at the bank for a fee. A bank is a place where you get a small loan, a bit like a credit union sized loan. Because if you get a loan for, say, £2,000 or its Malawian equivalent, which is two million kwacha, you can do major things with that money, which can include starting your own small business and building your own local house. So there really isn't much need for these big banking products for the large majority of the population. So how do banks make their money? They charge you up front for having a bank account. Now, this came as a complete shock to me. Likola Zungo girl, meaning English girl, who comes from the land of free bank accounts at the point of use. Charge? Yes. Malawi, like many other African countries, including South Africa, Malawi charges people up front for having a bank account in its bank. And the transaction and monthly charges you have to pay go towards keeping the bank going, paying salaries and other things. So you barely get any interest on your money because the bank takes a large part of that money too. So as your money is sitting safely in your Malawian bank account, your balance is going down every time you use your account and also every month because you have to pay charges every time you use the bank's facilities and even if you don't use the bank's facilities because in Malawi you pay a monthly service charge which can range from about £3.96 per month to some of the higher charges of £4.50 per month every month meaning that you have to have money to have a bank account in Malawi just so you can pay the service charges. But people pay because they are used to this system and also, and perhaps more importantly, 
because people value the bank and they value the service the bank provides as a place where they can keep their money safe from thieves. Because yes, Malawi has burglars, just like any other country. And those burglars will watch you to see if you store your money at home. Because just like any other country, if you store your money at home, they can break into your house and steal it. So people use banks to keep their money safe. And because Malawians don't know any other system apart from pay for your bank account up front, to them, paying for your bank account every time you use your bank account is normal. But also in Malawi, there is an alternative answer, which is much cheaper than the bank and which is used by everyone. And that is to use your mobile phone to store your money and pay people. In Malawi, things are much more advanced in terms of using your mobile phone as a banking system. People can go to a teller on every street corner and pay in money to the teller, which is then stored on your mobile phone to be used as you want. People store hundreds of thousands of kwacha on their phone and pay between 13 pence and 40 pence per transaction only when you withdraw that money from your phone in cash or in kwacha. So, for example, if you send money to someone on the same network as you, you'll pay nothing until that person withdraws the money and the person withdrawing the money from the phone pays the transaction fee. The fee will be about 13 pence if it's network to same network. So, for example, if I'm an Airtel user and I send money to another Airtel user. The fee rises if you send money between different networks. So that's like me, an Airtel user, sending money to somebody on the TNM network. And that's the main reason why people have two phones, because transactions network to network can save you a lot of money. In this case, about 27 pence per transaction. So Malawians have been using this system for almost two decades and it meets the needs of the local people. So banks come a very poor second because they're usually in the bigger areas of the town and it takes time and transport costs to get there rather than using the phone where every village and road corner has a teller, meaning that you can use your phone as a local bank to save and transact every minute of the day. So why am I telling you this? My job was done, right? I had a bank account for life, right? Wrong. My Malawi bank account was not free in the same way as it is in the UK. And I didn't know this. So when I returned to Malawi in May 2021, I found myself without a bank account. Here's what happened. When I went to the UK to visit my family and got caught in Covid land, I was out of the country, as I said, for 21 months. And in all my frustration, my bank account was not being serviced, meaning that my account wasn't being checked 
and money being deposited to make sure I had enough money in the account to pay the fees. Now, I had money in the account, but if you can imagine, at the end of every month, fees were being paid just for simply having the account. And so after a few months, the little change that I had in the account was used to pay banking fees until eventually, after 20 months, one month before I arrived, there was no money left in my account. And my account was closed. Now I'm oblivious to this, trapped in the UK and thinking about everything else going on in Malawi. My bank account didn't even cross my mind. I'm thinking like it's a UK bank account. So when after 21 months I returned home to Malawi and then I went to the bank to deposit some money, you can imagine my shock when the teller told me my account was closed. Closed, I said. But I've got money in the account, I said. I'm here now, just open up my account because I'm here now. And it was at that point that I found out that people in Malawi pay up front for their bank accounts. This was never mentioned at the time when I signed up for my account. And it was then that it was explained to me that whilst I was out of the country, the money in my account had been eaten up in banking fees until the money ran out and the account was closed. Then I was told I would have to start again and open up a new bank account. So open up a new account, I said. I'm here now. Let's just do it now. And it was then that a second bombshell hit me. Because whilst I had been out of the country, the law in Malawi had changed. And anyone opening a bank account had to have local ID. My Malawian marriage certificate and my UK passport were no longer enough. I now had to show that I have a legal right to open that account. And I can only prove that legal right by having a local citizenship card called Local ID. Except that I'm not a Malawian citizen, meaning I was not born in Malawi. And for me, this means that I have to go through legal channels to get the help I need to get my residency local ID, which I can then use to open my account. And the whole thing is long. So to present date, I do not have a bank account in Malawi because I'm now having to use a solicitor to help me to get my local ID. And so now I have to do a lot of my transactions in cash. Not a problem, but it can be tedious because sometimes I have to walk around with a lot of notes in my hand when it would be so much easier to just use my bank card to pay for things. Thank goodness that I have use of my mobile phone to also do transactions in Malawi whilst I wait for my residence ID. It's that phone that's giving me life. Who knew that a simple local banking system, which is done on a mobile phone, would be the thing that would save my financial life. And so the moral of this week's story is 
that when you are opening a bank account in the country of your dreams, check the banking fees and when you have to pay them. And don't do an asha and end up losing your bank account. Or like me, you might have a whole lot of trouble trying to get it back. And that's this week's best life story from Malawi. Let me know if you've had a similar experience. You can follow me on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter to share your experiences. I'd love to hear about them. Also, don't forget to like, comment and share this podcast with your friends and your colleagues. And also to leave me a review on iTunes if you listen on Apple or anywhere else where you can leave a review. Reviews help to push this podcast up the rankings so others can find me. For now, I wish you a strong and positive week. And thanks for being here. I really appreciate you listening in. You've been listening to the Living Your Best Life in Africa podcast. My name is Dr. Asher. And until the next episode, I'm out.